0: Hello.
1: Hello, Eloise. How are you?
0: I am good and you?
1: I am actually delicious. All is good. (laughs) Well it's one of those wonderfully snowy days. And somehow when it's it snows a lot like this, it's just so calming. You know, and I'm actually sitting in a room where I'm watching through the windows this snow just falling at the slow slow pace and everything is white that is beautiful yeah it really feels like the the organism um is kind of i can feel the slowing down along with the snow and that's kind of what i wanted to talk about today is how stressed people get
0: well yeah i have a stressful day so (laughs) and still (laughs) am yeah so what's what's oh like uh so it was one of those days where I didn't have anything in my schedule apart from us talking. So I'm like, Great, I'm gonna get loads done and there's that one task that I wanna get done. And it's now getting on for half three in the UK. So my work day is n- well, never finishes, but <laughs> it's getting towards the end of it. And I'm like, I haven't done that one thing yet because all these other urgent things have come in and I'm trying to organise a few classes and I'm trying to get the last payments in and push people and da 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 so it's just been like ah <laughs> but in a fun way and then my sister rang and went I'm outside do you want to have lunch I'm like oh uh, okay so I ended up like going to have lunch with her which was lovely but unexpected so it's just been one of those days Terryanne. ann it's just um yeah one thing after another and it's like just keep breathing it'll all get done <laughs> it'll all come together if it's supposed to
1: if it's supposed to <laughs> but certain things have to get done which well i seems to me the problem
0: yeah so like, you know i mean you're like me we organize lots of courses but i organize lots of courses for other people as well as my own so like yesterday we decided to cancel one and postpone it till the end of the year um, but lots of other ones are bouncing around, and I'm nearly there getting them done. And it's like one of those constant things in the background. And then every day, that every now and again, there's a day where I have to take lots of action and get it get it going. So,
1: right. So, what are the ways you deal
0: with stress? What are the ways I deal with stress? Well, I do you know. Like a few years ago, I just had a really stressful time, and I just came to this realization that I just get done what I get done, like. We were talking about gentleness last time. I can't force myself to work any more than my body can cope with and my nervous system can cope with. So, you know, sometimes like this, yeah, we were talking in the last podcast, I was joking about not meditating every day. And this morning, the first thing I wanted to do when I got up was meditate. (laughs) So I probably knew it was going to be a mad day and I just needed that calmness before it started. So that can be helpful. Even sometimes if I'm having a stressful day, I'll just stop and meditate, even if it's just for 10 minutes. Just finding Mm -hmm. breath and finding that moment of stillness can, I find, helps me a lot. And Yeah, and
1: also one of the things that I found when there was just this to-do list, because you could kind of have a to-do list and use up, all of the energy you have for that day because you never know what kind of energy you'll have right you 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 can't really anticipate the amount of energy that's kind of the way i see things i'm not going to know how much energy i'll have how much energy i can put into something like if there's a difficult task that that requires a lot of my energy i may or may not be able to to just continue doing that and i won't know maybe i will mm, maybe i won't true so i kind of sit with the de- with the the moment that i'm in in the morning especially when you see something like meditation mm. right that is coming up then i kind of go well maybe i just need to do the minimum so what is the absolute necessary thing that i need to do today
0: yeah and I,
1: and i write that down so that you know i don't start adding to it it's unnecessary
0: yeah if you if you really assess,
1: here's my minimum that I need to do, um, and then you have another day where you're fully energetic, and you go, okay, so today I'm going to do gym, and I'm going to do, I'll get to the gym, but I'm also <laughs> going to uh, work with this really big project, and I'm going to get all the yeah. done.
0: oh yeah, absolutely. you know that, That's, that, for that, me, I find it, I find it really helpful to keep my to do list, and I use Trello quite a bit. Have you heard of Trello? It's an online. And yeah. like for having that bare minimum of what I have to get done every day logged, like if I can get up in the morning and tick those things off and then it's green on Trello and I'm like, okay, I can relax and <laughs> go to my diary and see what the urgent things are. And just getting those urgent right. things so you're, done you're, first and then knowing so that... you're kind of getting that
1: feedback, you're getting that feedback from uh, um what do they call that? It's kind of addictive, right? It's just like people who want to see the yeah. likes on Facebook or whatever. Want...
0: Writing They're... down things in your diary that you've done and then crossing them off is so satisfying.
1: <laughs> yeah, you see, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't oh, feel
0: yeah.
1: that way. It, it, it's like what I get done doesn't yes.
0: matter. Some people find it right? really what helpful. Seems to and and one of the
1: things that well it took me a while to to kind of get out of the mode of I got to get it done to now it's um, paying attention to what I'm doing and actually uh, stopping let's say stopping myself right so when I do feel good uh, I might go on and it's like okay I can keep doing certain things which is great. Because you know it's like oh okay look at how creative that was and that was cool, mm. but at the same time being careful that you're not blowing out your nervous system. Yeah,
0: yeah, you've always so, so got to be cautious your... of that because there is a tendency just to keep working and you know just. Keep going.
1: Well, I think I, I think it's not so much being cautious, but learning to attend to to yeah yourself, listening right? to
0: yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah, we tend to go into some like what we talked about this. Yesterday, I think, right? Or the other day, the last week, um, that we're, you can get into the zone. Did we talk about yeah,
0: that? Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. And when you get into that space, you can get a lot done sometimes. Yeah, and
1: you also get carried away, right? You can just keep going and keep going when you're in mm. the zone. Like there's, you know, no pain, there's, there's, there's just this great experience being in the zone, but at the same time, you just can't stay there, right? If you just stay there, you'll never eat, try try. <laughs> <laughs> you'll just fade away. <laughs> so you can't just stay there. There's, there's the experience. You, you will know, need to go it eventually. The zone. <laughs> yeah, you will need to, uh, and it's, it's, it's not that it's bad that that occurs right it's 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 not bad or nothing's bad or good it's just okay here's my experience yeah. and all right because every now
0: and again i'll find i'm doing a task that even like my tax return i've been working on and i got so much done the other day in a day that normally takes me three days and i was like wow how did I do that in one day? I've never done that before. So why do you amazing. think that was different? It's like time spread itself out because I was just in the zone and just getting on with it.
1: Right. Because usually it takes really long because the mind interjects, mm. doesn't it? If, if you're if, like when I'm doing my taxes and let's say a piece of paper is missing, all of a sudden, it takes you out of the zone, and you've got to go find it, or you've got to go call the company and say, Look, you never sent me that form, or you need to tell them oh, I lost it. Can you please send me my invoice? You know, a copy of that invoice, et so it disrupts the flow, right? And then you have to get back into it where you were, and the you know, the flow of putting all the numbers in, etc., etc., yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's. That's what I find interesting is once the mind interjects, it can take, it's like the mind is a a vortex or a black hole of time. Mm. The minute you enter mental um, the mental world, it steals all your time. It, that's a metaphor, but it's like a thief of time. <laughs> but when you go into the zone, It expands time. It gives you time. It's like your time comes back, right? Time is a hilarious
0: thing because I teach a tool where I teach people basically to get into the zone and then you can play with time a bit. But I always warn people that sometimes it plays back with you if you start playing with it.
1: (laughs) So give an example.
0: What, me? Give you an example. So, um, well, from quantum physics perspective, they say time doesn't exist, like everything's happening now. So all our past lives, future lives, everything's supposed to be happening in one moment, which the mind can't comprehend because it's stuck in this linear time of past, present and future. So we're so caught up with it. But sometimes you can just kind of put it out to the universe. Like if you're running late in traffic, you're stuck in traffic and you're like, but I have to be there by nine o'clock. And it's like, you know, if it's for the greater good, can I get there for nine o'clock? And then you have to ignore the actual linear time. You can't look at your clock. (laughs) Just trust that you're going to get there and not stress about it. And sometimes you just get there five minutes early and you're like, technically, I can't have got here in that amount of time, especially because i got stuck behind a lorry and this happens and that happens. So you can expand time, but I find sometimes it does it the other way. So once I was teaching a class, And I have, like, on the Sunday morning, I have, like, an hour and a half of content. So I do about half an hour of Q&A, then we do an exercise for half an hour, and then we do more Q&A afterwards and discuss it for about half an hour. So it's an hour and a half of content. And one morning I went through that, and I was like, oh, it must be, you know, like, must have been about two hours gone by by now. And I looked at the clock, and only half an hour had passed. And I was right. just like, "Well, I can't fill for another hour." <laughs> it was just, like, it was just funny. I was just like, I looked at my coordinator, the lady organizing the class, and she looked at the clock and went, "What?" <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. I was like, "So it's quite fun sometimes."
1: Okay, so I see what you mean, but every okay, so I'm just gonna add yeah. that everything you're talking about is mental. So yeah. you said. Um, uh, it, it wouldn't be in any expected period of time that you would have gotten there, especially because you got stuck behind a lorry. But it is only the mind that conceives of what is the expected time to get somewhere. Yeah.
0: Because it's it's, it's Google Maps is going to
1: tell you exactly what the amount of time is to get there. It's not, you know, it's not, it's, it's not really... Um, it's it's magical when you when you when the is in the way and see something as magic right so yeah uh, um, a client comes in says look I need um my arm I'm a pool player a billiards player and my right elbow my my right shoulder um has limited range of movement so it's ruining my pool play my my pool Mm -hmm. playing Right. So, all right. So that's fine. So we, we, he says, I don't believe what you're doing. Great. I don't believe in anything that's that you're doing, but my wife has told me to come and see you. So fascinating. Right. So there's no, there's no concept. He says, I don't believe in this. So I work with his arm, Mm. you know, and the arm comes down and uh, he can move it. He says, Wow, I haven't been able to take my right arm, bring it up to my head. So the, so the arm makes a right angle around that and put my hand over. I haven't been able to do that for like 20 years. And he was doing it. And then um, he just turned around and said, But I don't believe in this. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Right. So it's just the mind that gets in yeah. the way. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so this concept, too, I find this con, I've always worked within the tarot in this course. Um, not horizontal time, but vertical yeah. time. So so, um, I'm seeing these calendars that, that are of apparent futures, but they're all occurring in the present. So it's, it's, it's this dance of these layers and layers of what is going on in any given moment. So I've always seen it lin- vertically. It's always been vertical. And then you have to kind mm. of talk to the human being who experiences life linearly. So then you're given, well, then it's going to occur in a year from now, let's say, or, or 10 years, you know, one, one person I said, oh, you're going to open a business in mm. 10 years. Yeah. Right? Didn't, no idea whether it would come true or not, but she called me 10 years later and said, I'm listening to the recording and I'm scree- I was screaming at you, telling you that you're stupid and crazy <laughs> that you think I would open a business in ten years, and I yeah, just opened my business, business <laughs> in exactly ten years, yeah. right? So I was like, "Oh, okay, that's great." And I, I knew her quite well, and you know, it was kind of funny when she called. I knew exactly who she was, <laughs> but I, I couldn't remember the reading. So I'm like, "Ah, oh, sure, I remember you?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you yelled at me." And then like, yeah, I remember the yelling at me, but I knew <laughs> not remember why. <laughs> right? So, so it's very confusing, you, you know that that there's this this huge present because sometimes I don't know what. You know, I always think if I if I ever went a little bit insane, you know, like something happened to me and I got hit in the head, and they asked me what date it was and who the prime minister is, I wouldn't mm. know, because because I constantly see things. Sometimes I'm going to write the date, and I it's October twelfth, you know, two thousand twelve, but it's not like a. It's not like a. I made a mistake. It's that I'm in that yeah. space of that time and I go no 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 right now according to everyone you're in January 2019 but I can be in these other places it's a real experience Uh you're all going to think I'm weird but it it is a real experience in that all the calendar dates are meaningless so that's that's what it ends up being it's not like I'd go into the future or the past it's that they're meaningless but we need something to relate um, to to, to relate to, to speak with, to yeah. communicate. Yeah, it serves a so, purpose, so you doesn't it? it? Yes, it does. So we we know that there's the you know in the quantum world there's okay time is it doesn't really exist. Everything's in the present, but we also know. Wait a minute. We see things mm. in this way. And that's fine. We can see things. So no, it's not having one ideology versus the another ideology. It is having these two concepts that exist simultaneously, mm. and you can conceive of it discussing it separately and hold these two opposing um, thoughts and understanding that they're occurring simultaneously. And, you know, it's usually when people get into the mind and say, "Well, it's only going to be like this," or like that, yeah. right? this way or that way or you know no it's either good well there's no time well yeah there's no time but there is for me yeah i gotta be somewhere to well, rock right so,
0: so like sometimes people get this concept that there's no such thing as time and then they use it in a way of like um kind of getting out of responsibility again
1: yeah that's that's the, that that whole spiritual i forgot it has a term you know i've talked about it a lot that when you get into spirituality you use it as an excuse or a, a coping mechanism to abde, abnegate yeah. responsibility to your life and you can't do that you know that's that's not it, it, try that for a while and see what's going yeah, happen. yeah your here.
0: life will turn into you're, chaos. you're actually lying to yourself <laughs> your life will Pardon turn me? into chaos
1: <laughs> it will because you're you're, you're you're not living with the reality of things that, okay, no time, fine. Mm-hmm. No time and space. Everything is occurring now. But my experience is that yeah. I have to relate to yeah. time. I, I don't do a tarot reading and say, you know, sometime in the future that's going to happen. I look for yeah. time frames of what, where, where a person would perceive that, which is, is so interesting because the, because it's occurring in the present and we're looking into the future the person will say can i change it well <laughs> there is that possibility of changing things but you're going to have to figure out everything that you're going to learn in this next let's say three years you're going to have to figure it out now to change it and then get on to your next but, lesson which means there's the next wave yeah, coming anyway. but then right? but they
0: predestined the ne- to do that and have that reaction to the reading So when someone says, oh, can I change it? That could be an impetus for them to get those lessons and move through it quicker. But was it predestined that they were going to do that anyway?
1: Was it predestined that they were going to ask the question? Yeah, well,
0: and and to do that. Um, So because I'm always curious, you know, like, is everything, do we have any free will or is everything already pre-written? given that everything's happening in the moment, that kind of implies that everything's already decided. So if someone comes to a reading and you say to them, I don't know, they're going to break their leg or something. No, I'm not going to break my leg or I'm not going to get divorced or whatever. And then they really fight to keep their marriage. Were they predestined to take that action as a result of the reading? So they
1: perceive... Yeah, you're, you're, you're mixing up. You're mixing up cause and effect. Yeah, right. So here's the reading which causes that. Um, it's it's really hard to determine it that way, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, everything yeah. I say is predetermined, including what the reading's going to be. And the reading doesn't necessarily tell the truth. Yeah. It, it could be an impetus to help yes. the person go go in a particular yes, direction. I, you know, I mean. I've seen I've seen people use uh, divination in, there's some pretty serious bad stuff that goes on out there. People will take, I'm telling you, 50,000 pounds, you know, $50,000 to, let's say, bring a love back, um, or do that kind of thing. So that playing on the hopes, someone's really hoping to get their boyfriend Mm -hmm. back. And they do have that 50,000. They really, really believe that's that's something that can be dead. I'm not saying it can or cannot, but in the majority of cases, it's not going to happen. You're paying for the spell, right? You're ba- paying for the this person going to put a spell on uh, that person. I, I, one girl took her $50,000, gave it to the guy, and she saw him throw it off um, uh, the Champlain Bridge. Uh, sorry, the Jacques Cartier Bridge coming into Montreal, one of the bridges, mm-hmm. and saw him throw it off. <laughs> And uh, and it, what they do is they put, you know, the bills on the top. They throw some bills away and the rest are just paper, right? And uh, tosses it overboard, uh, the money. It's like, why would you do that, right? <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? Right. And they strongly believe they're going to get their love back, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, they end up, you know, seeking out someone else to find out why it didn't mm. work. You know, uh, they spend this fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, twenty-five thousand. I guess they, whoever they go to, whoever decides what the price is. So there's a hope, mm. right? Huge hope. And um, the kind of person you're going to go to. So it's also predestined what reader you're going to go see. Yeah. Are you going to go see someone who's going to manipulate you? So if you've broken up with your boyfriend and he doesn't want to be with you and you want him back hmm. would you say you're manipula- manipulative
0: would you manipulate the situation would you call would you say that person
1: is manipulative yeah yes right so yeah. so who would you attract who well would you will probably guess <laughs> You would get someone, as I'm describing, who would manipulate you, right? Because if you're living in this world where you believe that manipulation, that your your causes, you're the cause of something, and can create an effect. um, Not that you can't. If I push a ball, it's going to move. But there's certain things where you're manipulating something that's not good. If your boyfriend has said, "I don't want to be with you." And you're trying to get him back. You're you're really doing something that, you know. You're not upgrading yourself. You're not uh, finding out what kind of crappy girlfriend you were. Like you might have been yeah. crappy. Yes. You know,
0: He you might just, not
1: have been. The... You might... Or he might be weird. But oftentimes, you first look at okay. So, you know, am I am I a quality person? Yeah. And not this. Every single woman and every single human is wonderful. No. Am I a responsible person? Do I have, you know, an ethical code? Um, You know, so when I'm meeting someone else, do I have a a sort of code of ethics? Not rules for living, a code of ethics. Like uh, your boyfriend. So so a code of ethics, I would say, would be um, some guy calls a girl and uh, they go out really quick for a drink and then go back to her place and uh, do the deed Mm. okay so let's say they go out at 10 o'clock at night uh he takes her for a drink then they go do the deed and she's like wow you know i really like this guy but why didn't he text me
0: Mm.
1: well you're you it doesn't matter what your way of living is if you want a guy who's going to text you the next morning and have a few texts during the day, and this guy's not, you're the one who's immoral. Mm. You're going against your own morals, your own, how you see life. So that's not a quality person. No, not. The minute you you do something that is against what what you would like to have in your life, you're you're, it's like stealing from yourself, neglecting yourself. So the moment you say, "Hey, this guy didn't call," he's that's not my type. That's a very different person, mm. very attractive person too, right? Isn't it attractive when someone says, "Well, I don't want that in my life"? Yeah, it's super attractive. Some people don't care. I'm not saying everyone's mm. going to care, but it is super attractive when someone makes up their mind. They're completely responsible to say, "Well, no, that's not what I want." You know, if you if you're dating this is so interesting you date someone and they say they want uh, to see you in bed with another yeah. woman let's say okay it could be either way it doesn't matter so um, the girl goes well I don't really want to do that but I'm going to consider it for him Yeah,
0: I don't want it but that will make him happy
1: yes so that's immoral isn't it hmm. yeah
0: yeah, you're not standing. It's, it's you know, just like whatever your values are and however you see things, if you start going against that for someone else. Yeah, you're not
1: acting in a moral way, a responsible way. Well, morals, I would say, is yeah. responsibility. You're not being responsible to yourself.
0: Yeah. If, if you no, want I mean, to it's do it gonna, that's one thing yeah but if, it's never going to end well because if you get manipulated into doing something you don't want to do you're going to live no you no 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 no, no. don't oh, mix yeah. that okay. up no i've got that if
1: you yeah if you manipulate yourself yes, into doing something you yeah. don't want to do it's somebody else can ask anybody can ask you anything yes and it, people have, have the freedom free to ask.
0: Right I've had some interesting
1: offers. To... <laughs> God, I'm just wandering yes, around you now. Could, you can be offered, <laughs> yeah. you could walk down the street. Somebody could offer you a thousand pounds to yeah. sleep with them. It, it's it's not a big deal. You can say yes or no. Yeah. You can
0: choose. But if you can you let yourself into a situation that you're not happy with, you're going to live with that forever.
1: And you're also going to end up living in, in a world where you manipulate yourself, but you are manipulating you're the other because be, you're lying.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're always going to be manipulated.
1: Exactly. And that kind of goes, that really increases the stress mm. level as well, right? If we bring it back to our topic, we're doing the same thing when we're figuring out what we want to do that day. So if we're engaged with the mental idea that I have to do every single one of mm. these things... It's your mind that yeah. tells you that, and and one of my favorite meditations is to meditate on death. Oh. You know, I spent a decade <laughs> meditating on death. So, so I just sit around Thank and you. just think that I'm gonna die, or we'll just kind of consider yeah. I'm dying. Not, not I'm dying. Sorry, just just being with. I, what if I die mm. in a moment, like mm-hmm. the next moment? So it would, it, it was like almost like a bath, like cleaning me from. All of the stuff that is completely unimportant because when you die, like who cares about your bills? Who cares? You don't care about anything. You're going to start to care. That I mean, really, it's really intense to start realizing what you care about Mm. and all the things you waste your time on. Now that doesn't mean you you become a person who says, "Well, I don't have to pay my bills." No, that's a possibility in the
0: moment. There's still,
1: exactly, right? There's still responsibility. So what really changes? What actually changes when you're thinking about linear time versus horizontal, vertical time, horizontal versus vertical time? Mm. When you see horizontal time, that linear time, past, present, future, and then the horizontal, the, the only thing that changes is perspective. You're, you're always the same individual. That's kind of what relates to um, destiny. Right? So you could say everything is predestined and you will do it if you stay with the same perspective. Mm. Right. So somebody who keeps trying to open businesses, yeah. they do it over and over and over again. And they come to you or I for what do I do? And you say, well, this is what you have to do. And they kind of go, no, no, that's not it. It's something else. Mm they can't shift the perspective onto what it is they actually need to do so they keep going down the exact same road thinking they're trying different things but But they're coming from the same place okay
0: so they're still trying to get the same lesson
1: they're 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 still trying to achieve the same
0: thing from the same place so it's the same so
1: if 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 I'm manipulating myself, I'm coming from a place of manipulation, so I'm going to make, manipulate myself and mm. everyone. I can't manipulate myself without manipulating others. So you you'll manipulate if you if you're running a business and you think the only thing you need to do is set it up, like get a loan, set up the business, and sit there. If you think that's it, and then once a conflict comes in, the only thing you do is close the business, then yeah you're going to keep doing that till you realize how to deal with the conflict which mm. is when you're in 4 in a business and you're going to 5 in the tarot right Yeah. so you're, you're 5 is this figuring out the conflict so so people just don't necessarily do that they they'll get there and say no i'm not going to do it whereas others get through that conflict they figure it out so then their business succeeds the same with a relationship you you start dating this really nice guy, you think he's wonderful. Um, Then you're going along, you have a relationship, then you get into five where you actually have to have a discussion. Where where there's a need to be vulnerable, to be responsible, to admit or take responsibility for your own foul ups in a discussion or in a relationship. If you can't be vulnerable enough to take responsibility for something that you've done um your your relationship doesn't go very far
0: yeah you'll be
1: fighting and arguing because you'll just be trying to manipulate the other manipulate person and make you to... it all the time. what was You're that
0: just trying to manipulate and make yourself right
1: make yourself right and get the but at the same time get the other person to fulfill your expectations yeah Which is fascinating, right? Instead of no, there's no expectation. I, I know basically what I will talk. What I will, I guess I'll call this morality for a moment, right? My moral is like, let's say my, you know, my partner says no, I want to have other lovers. I can't do it, so gotta go. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. So there's my draw. I'm not gonna consider it. It's just not a consideration for me. Now, if I was the kind of person who accepted it, that's fine. But it it has to be your morality that has no self-manipulation. You have to take responsibility for everything and really know, okay, if I start to do this and I go against myself and I'm manipulating myself, you are lying. And those lies will accumulate over and over and over again till, you know, 30 years later in your marriage, you've got so much resentment yeah. built up. And resentment means that you are one immature, childish individual who has never grown up, never taken responsibility, never stepped into the role of an adult, who's just always, okay, okay, I'll do whatever you say. And then you resent the person. So you have to take responsibility for your part of yeah. the story. You, you have to. In, and it's in all situations, no matter how terrible. It doesn't mean a terrible situation let's say you're beaten and, and raped and all this this terrible stuff that can happen all right all of that does happen you still have to take responsibility for your role right so you know you're in a marriage and someone beats you once twice three times you have to take responsibility that you stay
0: yeah
1: yeah uh somebody you know uh you marry someone and, uh, or, you, or you have sex with someone and you have a baby, you have to take responsibility for the idea that you, that you risked having mm. the baby. You risked, sorry, getting pregnant. You know, did you, do you wear condoms? Did you uh, use birth control? Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you choose the man appropriately? Right. Did you choose to I mean, y- you go off and have sex with some guy after a few dates. Um, you don't know anything about him. You have no clue no. who he is. So if you get pregnant. Um, and, you know, let's say the guy is completely responsible and, you know, a, you know wears condoms, make sure everything is OK so he doesn't get yeah. pregnant. There's always a chance. Um, what about the woman's role? You know, the, yeah. there's a man's role and a woman's role. But if you're but as a woman, if the man isn't responsible, well the why well, sleep with him? Yeah. Uh, the answer usually is because I want to please them, I don't want to lose them, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So but that's your responsibility to say I manipulated myself so I would keep some strange oh, guy. My... He's a stranger. Oh, but I love him. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Right? So we, we make these choices that are completely, completely irresponsible. And that needs to be addressed uh, no matter what. You can, you can sit with all of your resentments and all of your excuses and all of the apparent tragedy and drama that one has been through. Uh, But you have to siphon through it and see, where didn't I take responsibility so I can directly address that Mm. within myself? Then I can communicate with someone. Otherwise, you're not communicating. You're just spewing your vengeful resentment onto the other. Yeah. Even your, you know, you know, when there's, um, you swear that you can actually test your tongue, right? You know this. And it, it has poison on it. You know, and I always think, well, if I'm resentful of the person you're living with, too, Mm. right? So so, 30-year marriage, 20-year marriage, and you're resentful, you know, that poison's coming off your tongue. Right? Talking about how terrible the husband is and what he's not doing, and yet the woman doesn't take responsibility. Yeah, Yeah, and kind of picking on women a little bit here, but (laughs) that's generally what I see. Yeah. (laughs) Generally, Generally, there are certainly men who do this, but generally, um, it is women. Generally, um, of course, there are many, many situations where the woman takes responsibility and the man does not at all. So let's be Mm. clear. It's just my experience, you know, in my clinic. Yeah. It's usually women's. You'll notice I talk about women a (laughs) lot more. Uh, usually with men, there's um, the the kind of at a loss. Usually there are plenty that are just doing exactly what women do. But uh, the majority of men are at a loss. They don't quite understand uh, what's going on with the woman. Mm. And I, but, you know, I have clear-cut cases and it's very difficult for men when they don't take responsibility for their actions and they blame the woman for everything. That is fascinating. Oh, yeah. they, it's, it's one of the hardest, you know, if, when a woman's doing it, there's there's leeway. We work through it, and some take years and years. Uh, but with men, sometimes it's such a hardcore, can't get through at all, oh. you know? And then there's, of course, everyone in between. I'm yes. talking about the
0: extreme, <laughs> Lots of know. shades of gray.
1: <laughs> there are lots of shades of gray is right. God, I love this this subject. Uh, that, that how clear it is, whether it's in tarot sessions, whether I'm doing a body talk. Breakthroughs is so different because we get right to the stuff, but some people yeah. don't want to do it. So that they don't you want get to look at when their you do breakthroughs, so they
0: don't want to see where they're uh, not all rosy. Well,
1: it, I don't know if it's that or. Uh, yeah, it's, it might be really, really difficult to look yeah. within. And there's also, the. Uh, this is just my idea, hmm. I'm not 100% yeah, sure of this, but um, that, that when we follow the mind, it's lazy thinking. Yeah. Nope. Right? So, so yeah. if I just tell you my thoughts about things, it's really lazy, lazy thinking. But when you're really thinking, um, it's, it's an active um aspects so think about tarot uh the the querent is not in an active position they're just very passive dynamics so they're receiving something and there's a lot of dynamism going on within but it's it's this receptive aspect um then the same with body talk or reiki or you know whatever techniques you use there's a receptivity right the person is sitting there there's dynamism going on within their bodies Mm -hmm. of course it's receptive, but with breakthrough, there is um, you're catalyzed by inquiries. So there are questions that actually catalyze you, and the questions are just for the person, and the answers they come up with are mm. just for them. Not, it's not a question that is about give that to me or the leader or the person asking. Um, and so th- this is more of a, um, yeah, dynamic and um, action oriented. You, you're you're doing something. So here's this. You get a session of body talk, Reiki, whatever. And this this passive dynamic is occurring while you receive. But breakthrough is you're hearing a question that's like a ripple in a pond. So you got this cool, clear uh, lake. And it's covered in ice, mm. and that ice is composed of all of your thoughts. Yeah, right. And they're solid. Um, and then you come in and with a question, and it pokes at the ice. And if you stay in the ice and your thoughts, you're being you're lazy. You're using the lazy mind. But if that question that question gets you into the water yeah. deep below the surface, you're and really you know I'm, I'm giving an analogy but usually uh you know either the thoughts are super rigid but they go into this massive storm right so you can imagine this ocean with a storm and those are all your thoughts and then you go way down the question catalyzes you go down to the calm and you're in this calm area and you you find your truth mm. right that the, the truth comes and you know it just, you, know, you just know yeah. it to be true. you just you just know it's it's not Uh, it's not rocket science there's no question anymore like you don't run between the polarized thinking and the storm you just go oh yeah right that's 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 Mm. the truth and all the others has been this this lie yeah and
0: And in that moment you notice that truth it's like oh I've never seen that before in that way
1: I've never seen it before in that way exactly which is the same as being well that the analogy of being in a relationship or even starting one how many times someone says you know the guy's not texting me oh, yeah. he's not calling me yeah. it's not and it's so apparent it's a booty call but yeah you interested <laughs> other yeah. than a booty call but you're not you're not um uh clearly stating what your morals yeah. are like how or how you would like a relationship. So you're not saying no, you're just saying, well, anybody can come in. Yeah. So I have no standards. Uh anybody can come in. So they do. They just come in. And then you do your best to manipulate them. You could get pregnant. Yeah. You could you can whine and nag, <laughs> you could keep calling them, but you're still, you know, not going to get what you want. You're trying to create the guy instead of. You know, there's this thing that I love. It's like, okay, so I want something and I sit with the universe and I say, all right, however you're going to do this, bring it to me and I will listen to whether I need to say no or not. And I mean, really stupid things. Like it can be stupid what I want. Uh, This is like 20 years ago. I'm looking at this magazine, Paris Match. It's like one of the mag- magazines that that's quite popular. And this woman, I forget who it was, is wearing this really nice top. And I'm like, oh my god, I, I would really that top would be perfect for me. It's great. So I'm just sitting around going, well, this is ridiculous. It's not even a store. I don't know what it's called. And I said, I oh, know the universe is going to bring it to me. And I'm walking to the bank through a bunch of stores. That I rarely go to, <laughs> like rarely yeah. pass by, and there it is in the <laughs> window, and on it's on sale too. Because <laughs> I was thinking, God, if she's wearing it, it must cost a lot of money.
0: Yeah,
1: it's totally on sale. I was like, to- completely shocked. Yeah, completely shocked. Um, that such a dumb thing. Like you know, at the same time, I'm going, this is like the, you know, of all dreams too to have come true yeah kind of like the dumbest one <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> dumb like, once it was there I'm like this is really I, dumb like whatever yeah, i wanted I
0: had a, really I, yeah, funny was- one a few years ago when i moved into this flat i wanted a piece of there's no curtain in my kitchen and i wanted to put mm-hmm. a cane you know like a bamboo cane across because i could lean it on the shelf so that i didn't fix something permanently but i could put a curtain on it And so I went to the shops to try and buy a bamboo stick and they would only sell them in packs of six, but they didn't have any packs left. And I'm like, well, I don't need six. I only need one. And they had two lying around and they refused to sell them to me. (laughs) It's just like really weird. They're like, we can't sell them unless there's six. I'm like, okay, whatever." so I came home and I went, oh, don't worry. The universe will take care of it. And two days later I went to the bin and there was a cane sat on the floor by the bin, perfect condition. And I went, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. exactly yeah. i tried to buy one. And it's so funny. <laughs> and, it
1: and it's just hilarious that there are the, these really ridiculous things.
0: And I've never seen like, a bit cane you know, in the bin of in since.
1: It's like, it's so weird. Yeah. Well, also, you know, I was thinking that there's this um, part where we don't look low enough and i think those are really good examples to look low enough so when we have because that's a that's a little tiny thing and it comes true and you're like wow yeah okay um but when we see our big visions Mm. um and i see this all the time people who've you know there's you me we know hundreds of people who've started their practice and it's working i know hundreds yep right hundreds of people and Yet there's this constant idea that they're not successful and like wow, oh, you're just not looking mm-hmm. low enough. You've made a practice. Yeah. Not only that, you've got courses going, not only that, you know, you keep creating something new. Not only that, I saw you, you know, sending photographs from 10 different countries. Yeah. You're very successful, but it's it it it's this idea that you look up. Mm-hmm. Stop looking up. Look down. Just look as low as you possibly can and you're gonna see it. Right? So, I mean, I think your example is really good. You know, look as low as you can. The there it is. Yeah.
0: Perfect. <laughs> you can't look Perfect much lower than the bin.
1: <laughs> You can't look so much lower than that, can you? It's like right On there. The yeah. What is the expression? Somebody else's garbage is somebody yes. else's treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. yeah, around here, we have a wonderful thing. People just leave stuff by the bins for other people to pick up. And I don't know if they do that, but in this city more than elsewhere in the UK, it happens. But one of my friends, she split up with her husband and he took all the furniture. So she literally just drove around for an evening and refurbished her whole house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think about that. We've got a lot of snow, so it's hard to to just put everything out. But in the summer, it's really easy. You just put it right in front of the house anytime, like not even near the bins. Some people take it. You, you know, you have to be careful. There's up at my mum's house, uh, you got to be careful what you leave out there. Like, if you leave something and you say, Oh, I'll just wait and get somebody to help oh, me yeah, lift it, good. it could be gone.
0: Right? <laughs> you just leave you know, the car, boot, living... you money, put something in the house, and you come back and the car's gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, super, super fast it goes like super fast. Um, I leave books, magazines, records, um, furniture, and boom, yeah. it's. It's gone before the, like, the city also picks it
0: yeah, up. okay.
1: And it's gone way yeah. before, way the before other the other week I was
0: walking past and some guy was putting out, like, you know, wet home weights you have? Like, he was putting out all yes. the weights, like a table <gasps> and, the, and I was looking and I'm like, by the time I, like, go home and get my car, that'll all be gone, you know, and I don't really take up too much room, but I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's just like. I had yeah, a, I would have yeah, given him. I just had yeah, a lot I of said, wait, of someone wait, trying I'll to carry you... it all home, which would be impossible. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> uh, I yeah, him. yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, we have a lot of charity shops as well on my street, so it's easy just to take them down there and then they get sold. But yeah, it's fun. <sighs> How do we get onto this from <laughs> stress? Well, I did
1: stress it, to rubbish. It, it, it's, it's such a diverse topic because think about it. We're stressed by what we think. Mm. We're stressed by thinking too much and this apparent reduction of time. Um, and the stress of thinking that's that we're not manifesting something. Yeah. You're not looking low enough to realize that, God, I'm manifesting things mm. all the time. You know, if you're sitting around stressed, because how are you gonna buy a certain thing? Yet you're not opening up your perspective. Again, it's all perspective mm. to wait a minute, somebody could give me all this mm-hmm. stuff. Why would I have to look for the money? It's 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 out there. The abundance is out there. But we, we say, no, no, I need the money, I need the money, and I need... no, there's way more options. So, so we do reduce our options. Even saying I have to do fifty things today is a reduction yeah. of your options. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those fifty things are going to be there next week yeah. and the week after. Cool. You know, so many of these tasks are repetitive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you if you just let go, all of a sudden you're doing. Yeah. It. You know, sometimes it'll take me. You know, I had to post a course and all this stuff, and it's been like a month. Um, and it's just sitting there in my inbox. I have my inbox also as my to-do hmm. list. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Then yesterday, oh, hey, I really feel like doing it. So I was super happy, which is a great energy to yeah, post a yeah. course, right? And Feeling really happy. And I posted it. And then I, you know, on, on the Body Talk website, then I posted it on my website and, you know, connected everything. I'm like, wow, look mm. at that. That wouldn't have been done if I forced myself to do it. It would never worked out that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. The delight. You know. Yeah, there's like, why do something that you don't like? Like there are days where, oh, today is bill payment day. So you're sitting around doing all the little, you know, whether you do it online or you write checks. It feels good. You know, why would I have to push myself? you know, I kind of have an idea of around which days I'm going to be doing taxes. I have, you know, those, those quarterly taxes and then you've got, you know, the days where your your end of the month comes in and you got to calculate that. Sure. Now, I might skip a month, mm-hmm. a, a few things, but most things, like, okay, it'll find a way to enter in the day. And no, I just leave it there for when, no, it, when it feels, feels good. good. I and
0: it's the... not like... I, I used to find a lot when need- I was working in the corporate world, if I had tasks that needed doing or projects that I didn't really want to do, I'd just leave them and then magically they'd just disappear. <laughs> well, that's true Yeah, too. it's like, oh, I they, didn't have to they, do it after all. That's a shame.
1: <laughs> there are a lot of things that we do that we actually just yeah, are useless.
0: because you can put hours of work and- into something and then it just isn't needed and you're like, oh, so I always used exactly. to follow my intuition a little bit with things like that, because I was like, mm, I have a feeling that one might just disappear. <laughs> and, you know, for people who who
1: think, oh, I can't follow my intuition, the, the, the simplest thing to do is follow yeah. how you feel. If you're feeling, you know, a huge contraction to do something, don't do it. Do the things that that are expansive to you. It's your quality mm. of life. You're you're the one who's going to be on your deathbed if you were sitting around stressed all day long, mm. right now. And this is we're not dealing uh, right now with the stress of just being in the city, pollutants, you know, all of the ways that we live. There is that added stress too, which you need to deal with as well, like the compounded mm. stress of mm-hmm. daily life. Because there's the the stress that you're creating in your mind, then there is actual um, degenerative stress on the body, just people have to drive to work, there's that kind of stress. So you have to deal with that too, which means you have to get rest, you need to do tapping your cortices, one of the best courses to take for that. Kind of stress and everyday healing is the class Eloise teaches the um, access uh, body check yeah. access. You know, I do that every day. You know, and when I don't do it, you, know, you can feel the, the difference. Like, try to do that for 60 days. Uh, take our course, do this techniques for 60 days, then stop for a month and see the difference, and then restart, and you'll see, you'll notice this huge difference. So, you know, that kind of stuff is really important to deal with, you know, oxidative stress, pollution stress, getting places stress, um, that are, that are clearly stressful to the body, but there is mental stress that has to be dealt with in a different way, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. We need to deal with it, understanding that you think time and space are, are, um, Confined, confining you when actually your thinking patterns are, are changing the way time and space appear to you, which is, again, perspective. Mm. All right. That's pretty much what we oh, yeah. covered, right? <laughs> there are a few other topics, but um, I'd love to hear from people if you'd like us to talk a little bit more about a particular yeah, subject.
0: Yeah. And, and so let us know. We can yeah. go. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so the way you're gonna, you know, one of the ways I deal with stress is making the minimum priority list for the day. So what do I absolutely absolutely have to do? Have to do, and then you know, little other bits might fit in. Hmm. They they might. If not, it doesn't matter. Like it's it's never gonna matter if I'm dead tomorrow. None of it's gonna matter. And the other thing that I do is kind of like what Eloise was talking about, but one of the habits is to. Touch your heart, put your hand on your heart every hour and just mm. connect. Close your eyes for a second and you you reconnect. Then yeah. you're, you're gonna get a lot of information. Mm. You might get information that says, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I've got to, you know, drink <laughs> some water, maybe it's time for lunch, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like these are really important things. Yeah. And we forget. It. We're attending to all these ridiculous things. I better pay that phone bill. I better pay that, you know, this and that. We're attending to all of that without any attention. To the self, which also, and this could seem magical to you, contracts time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But the moment you're connected to yourself, it's all of a sudden just time expands. And it's like, oh, nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just, you're just then the, the um, you realize you're not the doer, you're just being done. Done. Yeah. Kind of like the podcast, right? We, we come in, we start. I don't know. No, I have no real plan. (laughs) There's no plan. There's this flow. Um, We talk, and and this happens with so many people. You can watch really, um, yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast. You can listen to Jordan Peterson. You can listen to a bunch of people who don't don't prepare. Yeah, yeah. They're they're creating on the fly.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. There are people who prepare. It's not. It's that's fine too. Yeah. Um and then there are people who prepare well, and don't some, don't look like sometimes you prepared.
0: prepare and then you do something else anyway.
1: True. But there's like other guys who actually have a rehearsed prepared speech, but you would never know it when yeah, they tell
0: Yeah, Oh yeah. Well yeah. I always say I always joke like I've been teaching access for nearly maybe ten years. And like Every time I teach it, it's kind of like doing a stand-up comedy routine sometimes because I know exactly what jokes I'm going to make. And, but I still laugh because it's still funny. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like really – it feels spontaneous even though I know it's kind of scripted in a way. It's bizarre. Obviously, new things will come in and questions will come up and it's always different. But it's interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that that's
0: that's also your own development
1: mm, rate right, over yeah. the years as well, right? So we kind of and we we always teach what what we need to know. Right? Yeah. It seems that way. We teach what we need to yeah. know, so that um, yeah, once 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 it's ended, you just stop teaching it. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So so I think it's what I mean is. With that energy, you're constantly um, in a metamorphosis. Right. So, so whatever I've been teaching for years and years, there's a metamorphosis within me. And then there are certain things I don't teach yeah. anymore. Yeah. They just kind of left, left behind. And you move into the next thing you need to know. And you just really get to mm-hmm. know it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you really, really get to know it. And it's, it's a constant exploration. There's a constant transformation going on within you. And uh, of course, it's new because that, you know, I, I could have never, ever guessed that in 2005, um, the the understanding that I would have is the understanding yeah. I have today. I would never yeah have, yep. you know, I thought that, there are certain things I knew I needed to understand, but once I got here, it was not at all mm. what I would have expected. I didn't. Yeah. yeah there's so much I did not realize because you you don't know it. <laughs> You're not you in that space. You really, don't just, know. You know. <laughs> you. I mean, you also don't really know what's going to happen when you unlearn all the garbage that's surrounding you. You know, I kind of look at this the self is surrounded by all this trash and you know the moment we unlearn the things we think about ourselves then you come out and you have no idea what that would seem like once you unlearn it once like you don't listen to the mind you have no idea like somebody somebody you you tell okay touch your heart Mm -hmm. every hour and make a prayer list only of what is absolutely necessary make it three or four things not We forgot to mention that make it three or four things maximum. And if you're ill, if you have ill health, then make it one to two things
0: maximum,
1: Mm. right? That's, that's it. Right. And, and make sure that like, when I was, when I was super ill, I would make one thing a day. So I would do one session, not like the thing I'm going to do today is just sessions it was only one session mm. a day. Uh, and then, you know, I, I keep a day where today you're just going to do this bookkeeping. Yeah. yeah. That's it. This day you're going to, I wasn't charging people on the day that I did the session. I would wait till a particular day to sit down and do the charges because just, you know, holding the phone and entering all the numbers was super, super stressful to me. Mm. So it was like, no, I need it, I need a day just to enter credit card numbers, right? Fascinating, right? So but that was conducive to continuing to support Hmm. my bills at the bare minimum. And the next thing what is to just 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 um take care of myself. Yep. So if you're ill, you have to make the list really. trying to do this make it three four things yeah this is a lot yeah it's a heck of a lot that could take am you know, gonna drive the kids to school then i'm gonna go to work um that's two i'm gonna get home i'm gonna make dinner and i'm gonna wash the dishes there you go that's like enough mm.
0: enough yep yeah. that's enough you don't need
1: to sit around doing anything else you figure out what you you know, if you need to pay bills, do it on yeah. Saturday. Get up Saturday morning and say that's my space to pay bills. And then go off and have a nice weekend. Mm. You know, just a couple hours a week. If you if you pay attention to something an hour a week, rather than thinking about it and pushing yourself every day and you get interrupted, go an hour a week, I'll take care of my bills. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's not a big deal. And if I if I forget the hour get so yes. cut all right. in a minute I'm just conscious <laughs> all right my darling i think i don't want to go too far plus i have to go into another yeah. session oh no so i send you lots of love love to everybody out there and i hope you're enjoying our work and thank you for listening
0: yes thank you everybody and we'll catch up soon bye,
1: bye love